pod, 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 pod. Rugby pod. Welcome back to the Rugby Pod. I'm your host, Andy Rowan. As usual, I'm joined by Big Jim Hamilton and Andy Gooden, and we're uh, back from the UK. No, no, uh, back, uh, back, uh, where are we? It's, you know, my head has been so scrambled. I'm going to start again, or should we start again, or are we on, we're on Facebook Live anyway? We can't start again. My head has been so scrambled over the last two weeks, getting to New Zealand, jet-lagged, and then as soon as we come right, getting back on the plane, jet-lagged again, and getting back here and just just come right now. Man, right. That's what happens when you fly economy Yeah. and Fred, the producer, the owner, Did you go- the ruler... Were you not in economy? ...flies first. Oh, no, we weren't. I don't know. You're a weird fish, though, aren't you? It's, it's interesting, isn't it, when you live with someone that you're not, you've never lived with for a week. Oh, Jim, yeah. Jim and I bonded. And you rocked up after a few days, Andy, and you're just a weird Kiwi, aren't you? You are a weird man. A weird I'm, fish. I'm, a, I'm an individual. So you've turned up. I'm going to tell the story of when Go you on. turned up. Excited. So you were very excited to get there. Obviously, you were going home. So there was a big excitement. He did talk himself up, didn't he? So, so Andy Rose turned up the day of um, what's the rugby league thing called? State, State, of, of, Origin. State of Origin. So oh, it was a good game. Wasn't so it? We, we were watching that in the pub, and Andy Rose delirious when he's there. And next thing, <laughs> one of the teams scored. New South Wales score. Queensland, Queensland scored. Who even knows? I won't even bother. But you're karate kicking, like and cheering like a cheerleader. I, yeah. I thought you were taking the taking the piss. <laughs> Very weird. But then I, I I thought it couldn't get any weirder because you had to have been there to see how weird it is. But this was really weird. So a bit of jet lag still. Yeah. So I'm up about five in the morning. You're Not up at too three a.m. in the morning. I was up at three a.m. in the morning. How funny was that in the house? That's what I mean. We all stayed in our is... rooms. So when jet lag kicks in, right when you're there, we're in. An... Beautiful house in Eden Park. And then, so you wake up at four, I woke up at four in the morning. I was like, I've got to be quiet. Be a good housemate. We've got Jim in his room. Jim had the big bedroom with the ensuite. Of course. Um, I gave it to him. It's nice of you. I took it off him. He did, actually. I had a dump in there first, though. Yeah. yeah Saw the toilet, and then off we go. And you think, right, I'm wide awake. I'm not going to get up and walk around the house. I'm going to stay in bed and just get on the phone and FaceTime quietly and all this stuff back home. And then day two, we're all doing the same thing. But we realised that we're all absolutely fucked, yeah. jet lagged, and we get up and we're sat having breakfast at four thirty in the morning. Great fun, wasn't it? <laughs> but then Andy Rowe turns up, and I walk into Party the lounge. Starter. I walk into lounge at four in the morning. I can hear rustling, and he's eating a bag of crisps at four in the morning after he's taken two sleeping pills. <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing? Breakfast and I, you were lying. So there's a cat that went missing at the house. So there's a cat bowl. Cat food and water. <laughs> so you talk about rock and roll lifestyle. You've flown over economy, knees around your head. Big dog in New Zealand. You've turned up. Big dog. So you've taken sleeping tablets, you're eating a bag of crisps, and you're lying next to a cat bowl in, on a mattress on the floor. <laughs> it doesn't get, hey, mate, that's media for you. It doesn't get much bigger than that, does the it? The king of Auckland. How did you guys find Auckland, though? Because you, you, uh, you jumped on a, or you jumped off a sky tower. How was that, Goody? Yeah, it's good, mate. It's good. I, I really enjoyed it. Bar a lot of weird Kiwis, because there are a fair few weird Kiwis, eh? Yeah, yeah, there were. Yeah. Yeah. Most most Andy Rose mates, the accountant, that guy that rocked up once, yeah. he was he was weird. Uh, no, it's good. I, I really enjoyed. He was like really the guy off um, them between us. Well, uh, if the guy with the glasses off them between us. What's yeah, brief, briefcase wanker. Yeah, he yeah. was. He was just a geek. Yeah, basically. And you were like, "Here's my mate," and we were like, what? "Best mate." He was best he mate. Looked like you a, he looked like an alien. He looked like a little alien. He was a very weird. Oh yeah, but yeah, I, I I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed New Zealand. Ponsonby Central, Ponsonby Pons- Street's a good place. Oh, yeah, how'd you find that? You uh, went out good to a few bars. Yeah. yeah, me and Marshy, 
Yeah, so we rock up at this bar and um and, and Justin Marshall's out the back. Next thing you know, Goody's just all over. Oh Justin, oh oh Justin, oh, oh Justin, I love your snakeskin shoes, Justin. <laughs> did I did I say that? That they, they yeah. were it's classic Kiwi, no style. There's you talking about that. You rocked up in boat shoes and tracksuit bottoms, mate. What are you on about? Yeah, you're like, this is Kiwi style, eh? This is what we do, eh, bro? Yeah, cheer, cuz. <laughs> yeah, but you, you you had a big night with Justin Marshall, and Robin Brook and came but, along, who you didn't even recognise, all black legend. You're sitting, standing there chatting to him, you didn't know who he was. Robin Brook? Never heard of him, mate. <laughs> Robin <laughs> Brook? Who? Kelly Brook's brother? Zinzan Brooks' brother. Oh, Robin Brooks. Kelly Brooks' brother. Yeah, Wabbers. It's funny you say that, Goody having a late night. You had a late night every night. I've never seen a man drink so much pish. You've just got to have a go, haven't you? It's the Lions tour. Yeah. We're there once. Every single night. You've got to have a go. Goody, he's 15 pints down, and with 15 pints goes a bowl of chips, <laughs> a bag of crisps. The thing then- is... The thing is with with Goody is that he, he was good fun on tour, whereas you, Jim, you were in bed at what seven o'clock every night. You were Boring just always no, no. always in bed, man. No, no. I was there to do a job. I was there enjoying myself, and I was there to do a job. So I made sure that I was right as rain the next day. He's been ill, hasn't he? I've been yeah, ill. I'm a bit on medi- I was yeah. on medication. Just right as rain the that. next day. He's up at three a.m. every bloody morning. Yeah. We're, we're just getting in. Yeah. We're not in yet. No. We're at McDonald's oh, at this stage, lads. Yeah, oh, we so did get, good, my, yeah, we so, did get that Mackey's. Didn't we? So we rock in. So, so I'm lying in bed trying to get some sleep, get my body clock. Next thing, door flies open. The belly monster dude lobs a bag of McDonald's, empty bag of McDonald's. No, I didn't log it. I didn't lob it. The weird kiwi. The weird kiwi lobbed it. I finished it, and then he had it and lobbed it. Yeah. Some but chips in there, don't there's definitely the no, There's definitely nothing left in there after ne- Goody gave it to Never me. waste the chips, mate. No. Empty but, bag of Mackey's. Yeah. But I, I loved it. I, I actually didn't. Before before I knew we were going, I was kind of looking forward to it. I thought we're going there to do a bit of work. Wasn't overly bothered about the rugby, but when I got there, it's, I've only been retired a few months. That was I was really excited for the for the first game. Yeah, and we were Hamilton. It was yeah. And then the first test was uh, how good was it to get to go to the first test? It was amazing. It was epic. Yeah, it was really really. Nothing good. will ever beat the day before the first test though. What happened, what happened the day before the first yeah, test? Yeah, we all know what happened the day before the first. We we touch down in Auckland. We're walking out of the airport and Jim puts a challenge down. He's like, I reckon I've got you over 100 metres. I mean, you are <laughs> fucking dreaming. Because oh, go. he's been going on at me about my weight and my. he's worried about my health, my body shape and all this stuff. And he's Self-esteem. A, he's a highly... I'm all right, mate. I'm, I'm okay. Keep going. Uh, he's a highly tuned athlete, just retired. I've been out of the game now for over about 16 months. On and off. Last no, retired, years. fully retired, sixteen months ago for the last time. And I've, you know, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I've not, you won't believe it, but I've not trained that much since then. Played a bit of five side football. That's about it. So Jim throws that. He gets his little piece out, and he's like, "Here's my cock. How big's yours?" So let's have a race over 100 meters. So we we managed to organise team run day day before the first test. Let's go and watch the Kiwis train. I was a bit of a super fan. I you know, I was excited to watch the Kiwis train. Oh, Sonny, 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 oh, it's me. Oh, Bowden, oh, Bowden, oh, Justin Marshall. Oh, yeah. Anyway, um, we go to Eden Park, and the challenge has been set, 100-metre race at Eden Park the day before the test. Somehow, through rugbypass.com, thank you very much, they get us access to the pitch, don't they? It's some of the best video content you'll ever see. Will Greenwood calls us the Jokers. The Clowns. clowns. That was it, the Clowns. clowns, He goes, the Clowns are in. The Clowns are having a race, 100-metre race, tri-lines, tri-line, at Eden Park, the hallowed turf, the day before the first test. British Lions playing the New Zealand All Blacks. Goody against Big Jim. The Belly Monster against the Melted Wheelie Bin. 
$100 on the line. A lot of nerves. A lot of nerves, but endless pride. Whatever Jim throws at me now, he knows. I dusted him by 15 metres. It was embarrassing. It was easy, mate. It was absolutely I was generally nervous because you were confident. You were like, mate. And I sat there thinking... I was confident that it'd be close. I, did, I genuinely didn't think I would win. Because oh, I, did you I, not? Well, I've been ill. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I knew that there was a few issues with the body. But I looked at you. I saw, I saw the boobs. I saw the belly button. I was like... It's you. It's close. It's it, whatever happens, close, it's it? close. And I got smacked. It was embarrassing. That's up there with one of the most embarrassing moments he'd, he'd of been my on life. The, he'd been on the beers and the lang darts for the p- previous three days. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, on, the, on, on the vape. Um, yeah, so he's out. <laughs> he's out every single night eating McDonald's crisps, cans of Coke. Like, I'm drinking water because I'm thirsty. He's drinking cans of Coke. I'm like... It's going to get your sugars in, mate. It's going yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's to be close. It's going to be close, and I got smashed. It was embarrassing, but there was a. It wasn't just the fact that it was me and him in Eden Park, the eve of the game. Like Goody said, all the Sky Sports pundits were there. They were taking bets between themselves. Like Stephen Ferris thought I was going to win. Yeah, he did. And then when we got to the try line to start, he changed his mind. There's um, a few of the All Blacks were still in the stands. Exactly. They were watching. Yeah. Bowden Barrett was there. Hey, yeah. Will, Will Greenwood is like just before. This is what put the shitters up me completely. We're having a bit of warm-up. You've got to warm-up. At our, at our age, you've got to stretch a little bit, right? When you've got to run. So we're having a bit of a stretch, and Will Green walks over. He's like, Goody, have you done the dad's race at school? He's like, yeah, of course I have. Won it every time. He's like, how many dads have you seen snap their Achilles tendons, hamstrings oh. off the bone, all this stuff? And I'm like, he goes, you're just not used to running anymore, Goody. You've got to let him win. Just take it easy. I'm like, yeah, yeah, of course. Warmed up a bit harder. I was gen- The only thing I was worried about, to be fair... Was the hammy just tearing? If mm. I've got one, the hamstring tearing off the bone. How much more did you have in you? Oh, I had a bit more. Did you? Oh, I was eighty percent, mate. Yeah, it's just technique, mate. It's techers. I'm coming back next year. <laughs> I'm coming back next year, and I'm taking you down. You're going to be five stone heavier anyway. So no if chance. I don't win next year, I may yeah, as well end it. Fucked. I may as well end it. But it was very good. We went, and you know what? So we we mentioned being excited going to the first test, but it's kind of new for me and Goody in terms of. The whole media thing. I know we've both done a bit of TV stuff, and it's very different. But because we had behind-the-scenes access, um, we had passes, and we were allowed in the t- head in, in the tunnel. Head passes. Had had we had them taken off us in the end. Yeah. So we were. They obviously thought we were part of the lines. I'm not surprised by the by the shape on us. Mm. They knew. They yeah. knew Big Jim should have been there. Yeah. Instead of Corey Hills. Is that his name? Can we touch on that again? Yeah. Disgust him. But so, justified. It's one all, mate. It's one all. Andy Rowe, how the hell are you feeling now? Like I'm, we, I'm, I'm we 100 just pounds richer. Uh, what, 100 pounds? Yeah. I thought it was a bit more than that, wasn't it? Oh, 115, something like that. Money's Disgusting. Paying, a yeah. Kiwi. So you bet Kiwi. against your team? Yeah. You... I, the, the night before, I bet, I bet on the lines because of the, the weather forecast and the fact that it was a, a feral six and axis. The, the, those two, and I thought that that was the way you're going to win a game with kicks, high balls, and combining that with our back three. We didn't of, really go any high balls, though. Mate, how many tries did you score? Well, I, I don't care whether you did or you didn't. That, that, was, my, that was my thinking behind Your that. weekend was paid. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. that's all that matters. Yeah, yeah, so so you're, you're admitting now, live on the rugby pod, that you, as a Kiwi, hmm. bet against your home nation to lose to the British and Irish Lions. I thought that the British and Irish Lions were going to win the second test. There's not many Kiwis will say that. No, they wouldn't. Good honesty. Uh, but, uh, you've, gone uh, for an, you've gone from an arrogant Kiwi now to... 
Well, a weird, just a weird fish. At, <laughs> at some stage, the All Blacks had to lose at home. They had to. It, the, the, the record had to be beaten. And if ever you were going to lose at home, it was going to be away from Eden Park. It was going to be at a venue where the weather conditions favoured the away side. And it was against a team that had the best players from... England, Ireland, Scotland. Not well, Scotland. Not there weren't many from Scotland. Scotland. There was no one that involved from Scotland. Yeah, we'll get on that in a minute. Yeah. Um, that, that was the opportunity, and that, that was that was the reasoning behind the bet. You've grown. You've grown in your knowledge. He's grown a set of balls. Isn't I, it, I, yeah, you have. Fair play. I texted you before the game and you said, I think the Lions will win this. Yeah. What did you say? I tweeted, um, due to just before kickoff, I tweeted, check my tweet, check my Twitter line. I tweeted, with the rain, the wind, and Jerome Garcia as referee, the Lions, I saw that. the Lions will win by two points. You why, didn't, you why didn't did text you? me that. I didn't, no, I didn't no, actually. No, 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 it wasn't a text, it was a WhatsApp, Jim. I saw, it on tweet, I saw it on Twitter. I saw you yeah. tweet that. Yeah. But you didn't say that to me. I didn't say that to Jim. I said there's no chance. I don't think there's that generally any chance that we'll win. And then Sonny Bill gets sent off and here, here, we, go. here we go. Yeah. Before before we get on to that, um, I just I just want to um, go back to us back in back in New Zealand for a little bit. Um, just quickly, the rugby pass who got us over there, massive thanks to them. Oh, huge! They were the reason for us being able to go over there, which is which is amazing. Yeah. And when when we were over there, we filmed lots of content as well. So if you guys if if you want to have a look at what we got up to over in, in New Zealand, just check out the rugbypass.com because and, and check out their social media as well because you and because you'll see where we stayed. Yeah, it was amazing. What a pad! The passion yeah. pad. Yeah, and it ended up being a pad uh, from a former All Black. That Interesting, was a great though. story there. Yeah, so you, you talk about a small world. So you know, me and Fred have been talking about you talk about New Zealand. It's very small. It's all in bread. It is, yeah, it's all a bit in bread. Yeah. Carol. So me and Fred, were, you know, talking about the accommodation sent over. Goody was like, look, it needs to be a, t- a top spec place, or I'm not staying there. Comes back with this unbelievable pad. So Fred's been emailing his wife. <laughs> He'd been emailing this guy's wife. Lovely place, turned up, knocked on the door, as you do. Airbnb. Airbnb. And then Angus McDonald opens the door. Two caps for New Zealand, former Glasgow warrior, injured his neck quite badly, so he had to retire. Been out on the pitch with him in Edinburgh about two years ago. Me, John Barkley, and Angus McDonald. Small world, shaking hands. He's like, what are you doing there? I'm like, what are you doing there? He's like, it's my house. I'm like, yeah, thanks. It's my house this week. So I had a few beers with him, but very small world. And we had a, a great time. But just on the, on the, the rugby pass stuff, and I know that we're obviously always speaking about them and thank you for, for the sponsorship, but it was a really, really great tour for us and they are doing good things over there. And what and, and me and Goody have been chatting a little bit about this because a lot of the stuff we're doing is quite funny uh, and can, can be portrayed as a little bit silly. Oh, you're which a gag. Is, yeah, you which, two are a real hoot. Which is fine. But, gag a minute. but you know what? Like, we spoke about this. Like Rugby is a game. And it's a sport, and it's meant to be fun. And there are serious elements to it, and which you know, you know, Goody does a lot of it on TV. But you know, I'm passionate about making sure that we have fun. Yolo, Yolo. Yeah, we're yoloing. All we the time. are yoloing everything. But there are serious elements to it. You know, we went there with a lot of respect for the All Blacks when you know we we got to interview a couple of them, which was great. And we did do some fun stuff, and you know, the Sky Sports guys were there. Um, Turning their nose up, and it's and it's all on rugbypass.com as well as our pad, as well as the pad that was Angus McDonald's pad is on is on the, oh, it's on the rugby pod. The whole the whole uh, thing. And, and the best thing about rugby pass, Sam, how good is he? Yeah, you know, if you want to see a weird interview, he's just like he's like that guy off um, hangover. hangover, isn't he? Yeah, it's just oh, awkward interviews, and, and it's comedy genius. 
It's, you know, for, for the people out there, if you're not in a flat-out media job where you're reporting on a game, you're just talking normal rugby stuff, oh, yeah, Steve Hansen said that this happened, and then all oh, that is unbelievable, Sam. Have a look at... Go on to rugbypass.com. Have a look at some of Sam's content. Um, he looks like a hobo. Yeah. But he's one of the most intelligent... I reckon he's generally one of the most intelligent people I've met in terms of just extracting mm. information and, and interviews from people that they've got no clue how to handle him. It was, it was comedy gold. Yeah, it was really good. I think it's it's good to mention as well that the amount of Lions fans that were in New Zealand... Mate, our live shows. Yeah. It's madness. Yeah. Who wants to listen to Jim what and... What about Ma- their oh, live yeah, show where Alex Corbuzero rocked up randomly? It was good fun, that. Yeah, it was, yeah. And he, like, pumped out that rap. So we did it in Auckland, a live show, put a little bit of feelers out before we went, said that we'd be hosting one. We got there, 200 people, let's say it was 500, there was 1,000 people there. 2,000. 1,000 people there. We filled a stadium. Exactly, doing our thing, the excitement was building. A couple of All Blacks were there as well. Yeah, a couple of All Blacks, yeah, were there, definitely. I saw Sonny Bell in the crowd, he's my mate, he follows me on Twitter. Same haircut. Exactly, same haircut, and... Yeah, and uh, Corbs turned up, Alex Corbusiero, and we all know what he did on the last Lions tour. Good, a good man, Corbs. Yeah, so he, he, he was really good. We Super cheesy American, love it. He's like, hey guys, I'm so here, man. I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> Let me just rap for you. I'm so happy to be here, man. Yeah. And he busted out a decent rap. He's a good guy. He's good a good guy. guy. Yeah, but it was well received then. There was a load of Lions fans. The 20, 30,000, it was just mobbed yeah. when we were there. So, yeah, they're in, in high spirits and good voice. Well, we've got serious Chris here at the moment. He's got social media, so if you if you want to ask us a question on Facebook Live right now, you can get it in. Also, you can tweet us, tweet us through the week. Uh, serious Chris, anything uh, of value coming? Any any questions for me? Uh, not directly for you, Andy. Thanks. So. Uh, thanks for the intro. You're getting too big for your boots now. Yeah. Look at you. Look Would at anyone you. like my analysis on the game? Just, no. no, no. Well, I'm you lost. Sure. We won. That's all you need to say. Serious That's Chris, it's up to you, mate. Thanks, Ant. Um, first of all. Um, Jim, there's there's a lot of hunger for a story that I think you've promised on Twitter. I don't know if it's time yet. Oh, yeah. What's the story? I might have texted you it. Was it, was it something about your auntie at a um, at an airport and a, and a baby wife? You did yeah. text me, actually. Yeah, and aunt, my auntie. Auntie. My auntie. Right. So me and Goody, we failed to mention earlier on, but if you would have followed us, you, you would have known that we went to Hong Kong for a couple of days before. Uh, for the Maori's British Lions game with Rugby Pass, of course. And before we went, Goody's never been to Hong Kong. I'm an ambassador for the Hong Kong Rugby Union, so I go there every year. What were Goody's sweat levels like in Hong Kong? Oh, mate. He was sweating. I think I lost I lost 4K in Hong Kong and put 8K on in Auckland. <laughs> <laughs> so I only, effectively, Hong Kong was a good trip for me. It was, it Just yeah. enabled me to eat and drink more so it was in, a great in Auckland. Yeah, it was a great place ba- to go. Great, great great those bagels in Auckland as well? Like, carry on. Yeah, they were good. The bagels were good. So so before we've gone, Goody's like, what's Hong Kong like? I've heard great things. I'm like, I'm not a big fan, and I can say this because I'm quarter Chinese. Nehon ma. Hello, ma. Nehon ma. So I said, I'm not a big fan. It's very hot, and I find the Chinese very weird. Full stop. Done. Didn't say anything more, let him pass judgment. We're walking through Hong Kong and he's, he's had literally five pints worth of dim sum and he's like, <laughs> mate, he's like, it, it, weird, weird here, isn't it? I said, yeah, it is. It's very claustrophobic or whatever. I said, the culture's very different. Had this conversation with Goody, let him pass judgment, hated it. Very hot, very humid. He was sweating like mad. This is weird. Are you ready? Go on. I'm in the Auckland International Departure Lounge. First class, business class? Or? Business class, yeah, of, of course. course. 
I'm really, really, I'm, I'm, I'm really hydrated. So I proceed to go into the toilet. And what I see is something that would give most people nightmares. There is a Chinese man. He might have been Korean. He might have been Japanese, but he looked Chinese. Just call him Asian. An Asian guy bent over. Oh, dear. With his, and he was by the urinal. So he wasn't even in the cubicle. He was by the urinal. Pants down? Pants down. Schoolboy piss? To his knees. No, no. He's bent over. Let me, let me tell you. With a baby wipe in his hand. Oh. Round the front. And he's wiping his ass. And he's, he's picked it up. What, from like, the front back? From the front back. And I, I swear who, to who, God. Who even wipes like that? Yeah, well, mate, this guy, he's obviously got fucked shoulders. <laughs> like me. And then he sniffs the baby wipe. No. I swear. No. He sniffs it. Oh, and then, Hang on. And then he puts it in the bin where you put the tissues to, to uh. dry your hands. And I was like, are you all right, mate? Uh. And he looks at me. He looks at me like I'm the problem. And I'm like... I can't. I cannot believe what I've just seen. Are you seeing his his little piece and everything, mate? I've seen his hairy nutsack and he's bent <laughs> over, mate. So I, yeah. So bro, he, this is urinal time. This isn't even. There's two urinals. There's two. So there's one next to each other. So I, I'm I'm needing to go, and he's bent over in like there's no way in, My and he's goodness. there. Some like yeah, fifty year old Asian guy, and I was like, I was like, you sick mother beeper, <laughs> mate. So I yeah. The big trip, Auckland. Yeah. That was good fun. Sky Tower. Jim, let's talk about the Sky Tower. What happened? What is the Sky Tower? So Sky Tower, obviously, centre of Auckland. The tallest building in New Zealand, in the Southern Hemisphere. Yeah. You can go up there, you can go to a platform where you just have a look on the outside, but you're within glass as well, so you're not going to fall off. And then you can go a step further, a step higher as well, and you can walk around the edge. You're obviously roped in and harnessed into which everything. I would have done you wouldn't um, you could walk around the edge but the day we went up there it was too windy to walk around the edge but you were still still possible to jump off Jim goes up there absolutely shits himself like a small child I'm so scared of heights Beck. no I'm not Beck, scared of heights Beck won't let me do it don't get defensive no. mate just Beck, let him tell the story I've texted Beck and she said don't do it no she told me to go I'm a pussy if I don't jump <laughs> that's what she said so he gets up there has a look absolutely shits himself goes back down no bottled it True or not? No, that's not true. You didn't. Do, did you do it? No, I didn't do it. No, did I you bottle it? Why didn't you do it? Did I, I, you bottle I didn't it? Wanna, I didn't want to do it. No, I didn't want to do it. I wasn't scared. I wasn't scared. I didn't want to do it. Why would I want to do it? I'm not bothered. Why do I want to do it? I didn't need to do it. You do it, Goody. Why don't you do it? Okay. I can't believe you did it. Twice. Yeah, the belly everywhere. So there's a camera at the bottom, so I'm videoing him from the bottom looking up. I'm feeling sick looking up. He's high, mate. I did shit myself. And there's a TV screen. Like that shows him at the top, and he's holding onto the railings, and he's like shaking, it's shaking bad. like mad. Everything's shaking. Yeah, yeah, everything, mate. Yeah, it was first uh, two, first seconds horrible. The the lead up to it, when you're edging over, and he's like, "Oh, mate, just put your feet over the edge." I'm like, "All right, mate. Of course I am. I'm going to die here." Um, and then they give you a little nudge, you jump off. After a second, it's amazing, but it's that it's that fear factor as you get up there. Well, then we, we missed out a very important point. Go so on. before you go on. You have to weigh yourself. And if there was a lot of people there, there would have been a lot of spread betting. And I don't think anyone would have got the weight in what Goody went to. You have to weigh yourself. He kept rubbing it off his hand. No, that was just your number. But that, I caught, that was just my no, number for the day. I caught wind of it. So he said about 100... <laughs> Late in the afternoon, were you? So before... Yeah, mate. So it's staggered, isn't it, for the rope. So, like, you know, you light, you get a lighter rope, and then it goes really heavy, which is like 120 kgs, which I'm over, so I couldn't do it, but... You could, Jim. You bought it. So Goody, he's got this number on his hand. 
112. That was the number of people that... I, I was number 112 for the day. <laughs> we went up there at 10 o'clock in the morning. There'd been two people up there. <laughs> On the scale, was 112. It might have been for the week. It might have been for the week. It was 112 kgs. That's ridiculous. I, I, don't, I don't think I'll weigh that. You That's had right. a lot of bagels, then, though, didn't you? Mate, what was it, what's it called? Ugly... Best ugly. Best ugly. Best, best ugly, ugly in Auckland. The best bagels you'll ever eat. I walked in Marleybone Station today. I walked in, walked past the bagel shop, and I just went, that's no best ugly. I'm not having one. <laughs> and walked past it. It's a good thing, that. You had a bag of chips for Christmas yeah, I did. Yeah, fish and chips for lunch. Let's get on to the Lions game from last weekend. Goody, you're do just it. frothing at the bit for this. Well, frothing yeah. at the bit. Well, it was, you know, people look at it and go, oh, the Lions only won because Sonny Bill got sent off and all that stuff, and... But you look at the weather conditions, you look at, that was all, like you said, it was always going to suit the Lions. You know, the All Blacks get rattled when they're put under pressure with line speed, with poor weather conditions, when they can't handle as well, when they can't get on the front foot, when they can't win that game line battle. Then Sonny Bill gets sent off and we nearly chucked it away. The discipline in the second half was unbelievable. But the stats don't lie. How many tries do you boys get? We didn't score any. No. And everyone says you've got to score 30 points to beat the All Blacks. Well, you don't. 31 in the first test. Yeah, you just got to get two tries. And you boys just kicked goals. It was dull. Missed goals. And missed goals as well. Yeah, we seven were like... out, He was 7 out of 10, but he missed two sitters. Jim yeah. got them with his left flipper on. I tell you, I thought the Lions were poor still. I, I genuinely did. I didn't think they played very well. We just I, did enough. I, to I, win, I wouldn't, we? Yeah, I wouldn't say they were lucky. Or we were looking we to win. We nearly chucked it away, to be fair. Couldn't believe it. Mm. If you cannot beat a team now at that level with 14 men, and in them conditions as well, but I'd say with 14 men, a centre who's key to defence, then it just would have been an absolute disaster. But on the face of it, looking at looking at it as a test match, like a, a, what what an awesome game to watch. Regardless of how many t- how many players were playing for the All Blacks or or ha- how many opportunities or the bad discipline from the Lions, you were gripped the whole way through. Yeah. Hell of a bloody test match to watch. I think it, I think the, the thing that I liked most about it was that's the most vulnerable I've seen New Zealand even before Sunny Bill went off. They were rattled, weren't they? Yeah, like Israel Dag under the high ball, <laughs> who we who we think's been poor. Yeah. The whole said time. It, said it the whole time. Yeah, yeah. and and you it, were so arrogant about Israel. No, Dagger, I said I said he would he would be good in Eden Park, and he was good at Eden Park. He he, he wasn't good for the Crusaders when he was coming back from. I, I'm going to sound like I'm making excuses for him, but he came back uh, for the Crusaders, and like he was coming off a long injury break, and then you come back against one of the best exponents of putting up a box kick high ball in Connor Murray in Wellington, which is one of the hardest places to catch a high ball. It, it's you know he should have done better, but. Still, it doesn't mean he's not going to play well and you drop him for next week. He's going to come back a lot stronger at Eden Park where it's a lot more consistent with the air and, oh, and, and, and it's predictable yeah. that you're going he's to... Been, you, he's been average, mate. The stats I love, though, first all-black defeat in New Zealand in 2,849 days. Jesus. That's and what year is that, that? Uh, 2008 and 2009 Springboks were the number one team at that time. The first all-black defeat in Wellington in 5,000... 131 days. How many years is that? A few. <laughs> a few. It's a big win. And you, you know what I like most about it? Is the Lions can win it now. We can. We can. Like you said, Andy, records have got to end. Um, All Blacks are unbeaten at Eden Park since 94, is it? 94 against France. There we go. That's happening. It's going they're... this weekend. We're taking this 2-1. Do you actually think so? Yeah. I generally think we... I, th- I think you boys are... 
under all sorts of pressure. Sonny well, Bill's gone. Who, who's going to play in the centres? Are you going to go... Oh, look, centre, centres... Uh, Leonard uh, Brown at 13, or are you going to... Feki Toa's come in. He's been brought out in the cold. He's going to Toulon. They didn't want to pick him. Now you, you're thin on the ground. Bowden Barrett, 7 out of 10. You know, we know we can dominate you physically, defensively. Our line speed just crushes you. How many tries you scored in this test series? How many tries have we scored? Do you know what I mean? I don't know. I was, you, yeah, I was going to say, before the game... I put out a tweet, O Warren, with kind of emoji. Both kind of, of you were against the selections that Warren yeah, yeah, made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm against Warren full stop because for, for what he's done. Yeah. Like, you know, I watch, and again, I know. Let's talk jo- about his selections, though. Let's just narrow no, no, it down. No, 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 no. What I want to say is, is that since being in New Zealand, um, I've seen the passion of the fans. But more importantly, like, we watched training and it was a little bit dull, but the players and the coaches. And I watched a documentary, and again, it's only a documentary. It was on YouTube, Being Black, I think it was, or something like that. It was about the jersey. Yeah. And I watched it, and I got goosebumps watching... Beneath the Black. Beneath the Black. Yeah, I reckon yeah. you watched a different documentary, the one that the, the new one that's out on Sky. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's an older one. Oh, okay, yeah. There's a new yeah. one out on Sky called... Uh, anyway, keep going, yeah, go. Yeah, yeah okay. Sorry. All right, mate. Beneath the Black. Maybe. Too much to say, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah as he's confident now. So, it's come back from New Zealand. Yeah, he's, so much to say. The boy. But what I'm trying to say is is basically that um, the passion that they've got, they speak about the jersey and the blood, that their blood is black and they, they believe in it. And It's not, mate, it's red. But the passion that they've got. But then I look at the Lions and stuff, and that's what it should be for us. And we mentioned it when we were there. We said we'd give back all the championships that yeah. we've won or been a part of um, <laughs> to, to be a British Lion. And I just think that Warren Gatner has completely devalued the history. Yeah, and I think now then winning that game. So if they lose at the weekend, I think that it's been a good tour for the yeah. Lions. It has it has been. They've they've they, you know, they hammered the, hammered the Maoris, hammered the Crusaders, beat New Zealand in you know they've not lost in how long. It's masked what I think that he's completely devalued. Uh, I see Jim's point, and you go back to the whole thing about Wong, and it's really interesting as a coach who has never really bowed down to press pressure or Born he did yeah. the people. He's come out and had we not have won on Saturday, had we been 2-0 down, I know we're not, everyone would have gone wild about get Gatland out for the last week of the tour because A, Jim says he's devalued the jersey. B, he brought those six guys in, stuck them on the bench and then after the game said, oh, no, 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 we weren't going to put the the uh, the bench on because of the backlash in, in the media and, and people back home that said we've devalued the jersey. Cowboy. So then you put in... The players at risk that played against the Hurricanes, like some of those guys played 80 minutes, and front rowers don't play 80 minutes these days. No. They all had to bar up and play 80 minutes. And ultimately, we lost the game in the last 10 minutes when, sorry, drew the game against the Canes in the last 10 minutes because we didn't use the bench. And Warren Gatlin wouldn't use the bench because he thought it was devaluing the jersey. He shouldn't have done it in the first place. What? Anyway, let's move on. We're, we're one all, yeah, and yeah. we're going to beat the Ball Blacks. Let's speak about front rowers for a second. I know Marco Vunapol is a, a friend of yours. You've played with him a lot. Um, had a, I thought he was phenomenal on the weekend, but a lot of press criticism coming in because he gave away so many p- uh, penalties, a lot of ill-discipline. What, what you, he what he you lost thought? his head. He lost his head completely. Yeah. Mara did as well a little bit. Yeah. Gave a few dull mm. penalties away. Yeah, but I don't think Mara lost his head. No, no, I think no, Mara no. gave a couple of dull penalties, dull penalties. but Mako, Mako lost his head. Yeah, dull penalties and lost his head. He was like, just question now. Do you ha- do you start him? Why? Well, really? why would you not? Why would you not start him? I, uh, well, I don't, my, okay. My reasons as being level-headed. Yeah. Mako 
he's an unbelievable player. Yeah. And you sum all, you sum everything up, and he's the out and out best loose head on that trip before Saturday. So he starts the game. He's lost his head completely. We were going penalty, penalty, penalty to Bowden Barrett. If Bowden Barrett, he missed two sitters, right? If he gets those, one of those, the game's over. What was it, 18-9 at one point? Mm. Um, Maka gets subbed off, and then we win. But he's, he's disciplined. If you're McGrath on the bench, you've come on, you've done well, and then Gatlin picks Vanipola again, I think you say to Vanipola, listen, mate, you discipline. You've got to be accountable for your discipline and your actions, and if you play well, take the plaudits. You fucked up. You've got to get dropped. I think, and yeah. you know. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, you look at it, and he he nearly cost when he got simbinned. Actually, it's probably the best thing that happened. Yeah, because he gets binned. I think we scored. Did we score a try? Yeah, when scored he was a try. Binned, when but he was off, they yeah. get a penalty, and then as soon as he was binned, everyone was like, "Well, he's not coming back on. McGrath's coming on." Yeah. Um. So it's an interesting call, and you know the test selection. Yeah, people are. You, you look on Twitter, and everyone's got an opinion. People are talking about the second row combinations. Who should play? Who should do? You know. Do you make changes? Well, I don't know. It's tough, isn't it? If you look at Vanapola, Jim, he's like he may have been ill-disciplined in that game. Is it a quick fix? And do you sacrifice? You know, do you just say like sort your discipline out? You're because of that value he adds in the scrum around the paddock. Do you just maybe let him play and 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 just give put a word in his ear and he fixes it? Is that a poss- is that a possibility? Yeah, I think so. I think that kind of the Vunapolas have maybe got a little bit of free reign because they are so good that's the first time I've ever seen him kind of you could see that his head was gone why Why? I don't know I think that the frustration of, of the way that, that they were playing potentially I don't know and uh, and you know what he's such a competitive player you actually looked at the way that he cleaned out Bowden Barrett a lot of the, the New Zealand players that's exactly how they clean out after the ball not as wide open that was, that as that on that, a 10 yeah. that's on his knees yeah. but if you look at Kane when he cleans out the boys, because oh, yeah. they, they all fly in together. So I think but that's, a how, that's, a diff, that's how the difference between Southern Hemisphere and Northern Hemisphere in terms of, you know, I, when I played in, in the Sharks, boys were just, two, going back to 2010, a long time ago, but the way they clean out over there is that way, sort of spearing in and banging people with anything. It's yeah. a box, they love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's what, you know, Sam Kane's done a lot in the test series and loads of clips on Twitter of, was it Jonathan Davies yeah. did it too in the first test? Yeah. Um, on the floor, you know, but people go, oh, you know, Mako's really hard done by. He wasn't. It was dumb. He didn't yeah. even need to do it. He wasn't yeah. even anywhere near the ball. And you know, luckily, it didn't cost us the game. It could have, at the time. I, I think I tweeted, uh, you know, about our indiscipline and all that stuff. Mm. And it's those bloody Saracens boys. They're always offside. Hey, can we talk about a couple of other things? How good was Carl Sinclair when he came on? Mate, that guy is just uh, angry he's, man. He's just a big. Freakish bus, like when he comes on, you just know he's going to do something. But that's similar to what happened when I was on the bench. So that people would say the same. <laughs> exactly the same as Jim yeah. Hamilton. Like, he's just identical. Where, question then: Where do you boys sit with that last penalty? So sh- average pass from Conor Murray. I, I think I I think that Lions are very lucky to, to get that. Per- he's jumped. Letter of the law, though. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that's but, that referee. That's that referee. It's you. You can't you can't argue with anything that he put no. out there almost because it was all letter of the law. Yeah, but you can, mate, you you've got to have empathy like he's oh, I know what you mean because he jumped into a bad yeah, pass so he's jumped in mm. so you've got to think so if he's done that and Sinclair say Sinclair's jumped for a high ball and he's taken him out he's getting sin binned yeah. you get sin binned for, for taking someone out like yeah. that so he hasn't been binned but you know you can't jump into you can't jump you know he's gone he's committed to the tackle I, but what do you think 
It's, it's a, it's a, in my opinion, it's, it's a, a real, big call. It's a real tough one. It's the right call because it's the letter of the law. He's taking him out when he's in the air. The problem is the law, and there's some laws that I think need changing. I completely agree if you're catching a kick, a high ball, a box kick, a chip, whatever, and you're up in the air and you get taken out, it's different. If you're in the air because your scrum half's given you an average pass and you've decided to jump in, and some players, we've all played with them, some players jump to catch the ball and then try and put footwork on. And as a defender, you stand there and you go, Sinclair's running at me full pelt. It's it's Farmerina, wasn't it? Mm. Sinclair's running at him full pelt. You've got a bar up to make the hit. 130 kgs or whatever of Sinclair that are coming at oh, you. Oh. And, and Farmerina's 140 clicks, ready to go. He said, "If I get if he if he if he stops because he sees him jumps and gets out of the way, Sinclair strolls through. Yeah, his, he lands and, and he makes 20 meters minimum. Yeah. Well, he would have scored. Well, yeah, but well, Farmerina had no choice whatsoever. No choice. No choice. So I think it's the law. Um, and it's it's hard. It's you know the lawmakers have made the game so hard to officiate at times, and you know people are moaning. Kiwis are moaning about Sonny Bill's red card. Less for the law. Who's it's, moaning about that? You, the Kiwis in the press. Shoulder the press. I, I told you guys this at the start of this bloody tour. We're not we're not getting into the press. It's right. a massive cock up. Let's yeah. go to the rumor mill. Any rumors going on out there at the moment? Well, go on, Jim. You've got something. Well. There, there, there's still banter around Ross Moriarty leaving Gloucester. Interestingly, and we're a big fan of, of Ross Moriarty. Hell of a player. That he was on tour, even though he was injured, he, he stayed a so week, two, yeah, two, a week, two, ten week days, half, yeah. t- t- ten days longer. Now, I'm, what, why would you do that? I mean, does he love rugby? Probably, maybe. I think or, he'd probably try and stay on the Lions tour for as long as possible. Yeah, yeah see, I've seen pictures of Sean Maitland on Instagram back in New Zealand. Just, oh, smart. Yeah. But oh, he's then, moving back, is he? He's back in New Zealand as yeah. well. <laughs> but no, there is rumours of him going to Northampton. I'll tell you what's really interesting for me, and you talk about, everyone's like, no, he's contracted to North, to Gloucester, so can't get out. And what really, as an ex-player now, and I've been through some moves from different clubs, in contract, out of contract, all this stuff, and I've had a few, let's get it out there. But what really breaks me, you go back to the whole issue with Carl Ferns. Now, Carl Ferns signed a contract with Gloucester sign a heads of terms to come to Gloucester and then Leon, his club where he's at offer him better terms and he thinks right this is all about my family I need to stay we're happy in France whatever 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 I've agreed another deal with Leon. I'm backtracking out of my deal for Gloucester and he gets hammered in the press fight by fans for saying oh you trade to you this you that the other I saw some of the messages it was disgusting it was disgusting yeah flip side of that let's go to our old club Leicester Leicester have released in contract three players recently: Lockie McCaffrey, JP Peterson, Peterson, and Peter Beetham. Yeah. All in contract. The club have said to them, "We're go and find another club. It'll give you a chance to play more rugby, all that stuff." But no one says anything about that. From a, when a club does it to a player, it's business, and it's mm. yeah, we're giving them the opportunity to play more rugby. When a player does it, goes against the contract or whatever they've, they've signed. There's uproar. There's fans going wild, and I, it's, it's a very touchy subject. And and today Leicester have released released Lockie McCaffrey from uh, yeah, and said, like, go and get some more rugby." How are you finding the club now on the terms that you on your find? terms? Yeah. You're not. Um, so you know, and and I love Leicester. We you know gave Jim and I a lot in terms of our career, but you know they've released JP Peterson. He's off to Toulon, I think. He's gone to. 
Which, <laughs> which, as a fan, you go, oh, fair play, he's upgraded to go and live in the south of France. Maybe not upgraded rugby for rugby reasons, but lifestyle, he's okay. It's a business now, isn't it? It, it is, it is. So it's uh, it's tough. So rumours are, you know, we've got to get behind. I feel like this is close to the bone for you, Goody. Is this what happened in your situation? Uh, no. I just think that, you know... Goody chased the coin and the food. No, I... I well, I, I, well, Jim, I, I signed for London Irish and didn't play there and I got hounded for... I thought I had to retire. And I did retire. Who'd you get hounded from? Oh, mate, Irish fans weren't happy. Basically, Bob Goody... Ca- Bob Casey came out and stabbed... Yeah. Stabbed me in the back. Really? Properly, yeah. yeah. How? Well, he went, so Irish was struggling. I'd, I'd retired and he was okay with it. He's like, no problem. Uh, you retired, you don't think you can do it. Yes, we're disappointed, but we understand. Then when Newcastle put a, uh, an offer on the table for me to come out of retirement, four or five months later, whatever it was, I go, ba- I go back to London Irish and I say, I've had this offer from Newcastle. If you want me to come back, I'll give you first refusal. I will come back to you if you're saying you don't want me to go and play for Newcastle. They're like that. No, no, no. That ship sailed, off you go. You won't make any difference because obviously Newcastle were bottom of the league. Irish were about eight points above them at the time. And they saw him. They saw, they, they, they saw Goody that he put on 10 stone. They saw me, yeah. And they saw they said that ship sailed. So then I go to Newcastle. Newcastle win a couple of games. London Irish have the game against you boys out in New York. Yeah. Bob Casey does a big piece in one of the Irish newspapers called me immoral for retiring and then coming out of retirement to play for a, a fellow basement team. Called me immoral. Said it's you know it, it doesn't sit with, it doesn't sit well within the rugby circle of how I handled it all, and it's just all press and uh, you, you know you just got to be very careful what you put out in the press because error Bob, error mate, bite your ear ear. Anyway, there we go. Let's look at this weekend. Any selection changes for the Lions? Not in the backs. I don't think you can. Ch- I'll, I'll, I'll look after the backs. I don't think you change anyone in the backs. I, I did have a moan pre-second test that. T.O. didn't deserve to get drop, dropped. Sorry, Warren. No, I, I, I didn't. I didn't think the ten twelve worked. I think it did, mate. You do. I think we put. I know that the try. I, we've not seen T.O. pass. I just think mm. defensively, and it might be different this week because Sonny Bill is not there. Yeah, I think but it, I just, gave, it I gave think our attacking the, game a lot. Yeah, but I think defensively. Well, you saw the, yeah, out out the, back, in the yeah, yeah, out the back plays, and you go to what you do. The classic example was Colin Murray's try. When our mate with a big rig, what do they call him in out in New Zealand, Jamie George? The ice cream. Oh, the yeah, the human ice cream. The human ice cream. <laughs> That's a great nickname. So Jamie George makes the short, makes the break off the short ball from Sexton because Farrell's out the back. They overread the play because you got two ball players. Mm. How do you not mark Jamie George there? The big square. He's gone through on that a few times. Yeah, Exeter, in the, Exeter a, in the final. Runs, um, sorry, Bath in the final in 2013. Yeah, he runs a great line. Yeah. Anyway. Because you've got two ball players, we could cut the All Blacks to pieces. I don't you, know. But you boys, well, look, you, I'm, I'm not convinced. You, you boys look, had no clue how to attack, did you? Yeah, I, I think there's just been too much change in that midfield for the All Blacks. Like, we've got so much depth, it's almost become our Achilles heel because they don't know who to play there. Last year, we, we had Crotty and um, Anton Leonard-Brown playing there consistently, carving teams up. Yeah. Sonny Bill comes back. Oh, we've got to have Sonny in the midfield. Yeah, I agree. And then now, uh, is, uh, I don't know if Crotty's going to be right for no, the... No, he's not. He's done. They're, is they're is he definitely Fe- done? Fekitoa's back. I know Fekitoa's been brought in, but the last I read was Crotty was still bracketed as an option. If he is... I'd pick uh, Fekitoa above Crotty every day. Yeah, but if you watch Crotty all season, he's one of those, he's, he's a Conrad Smith type where he won't he won't break open the line by himself, but he'll provide 
for the line to be broken up. It, it's kind of like watching Farrell at, at second five where he just provides the people outside him with so many options and, yeah. and flat balls, similar to when uh, Andy Good played in his heyday. I made, no, I made zero breaks in my career. But well, I'll tell you what is interesting, debating point, Jim, uh, for you, because you're a forward, pissing down the rain, centre gets sent off, you take Jerome Kano off and bring on a centre. Surely, you, you know, you, you're taking a forward off to bring a centre on in those conditions. I thought that was a bad call. I don't know. <coughs> I actually think Kano has been very quiet for them, so I can understand mm. why they would have taken him off. So what you're saying, you would have left him on? Yeah, completely. I'd have gone, why? Still, still gone eight forwards. Why? Because I thought our pack, the Lions pack, got an advantage. Where? Like driving line outs. We drove a few. Yeah. Maratoji was destroying their driving line out. Yeah. So they had no platform really to attack from. Yeah, and then I, the All Blacks were playing off scraps. Yeah, but I think that they've, they're looking at the back line, aren't they? With the speed. So where lines have looked dangerous throughout the tour is in their backs. Up front, they haven't. No. You know, they, they've not really dominated. I know the first test, you know, the, the, a couple of changes, Cruzo was out. But up front, they've. St- it's interesting, a couple of things actually. So you see the New Zealand, the first test, they were sacking all the line-out drives and this time they were trying to smash them. Mm. Instead, they got nothing. They got no change out of it whatsoever. Is that because Kano was off though? Mm. No. No. I wasn't. think it was also about the, the mix on the bench, knowing that they could bring on Artie Sevier uh, halfway through the second half to provide some look, impact and, and knowing that you know, he was there to like sort of almost cover the cost of not having that extra four. But they brought him on... What, with 20 to go? Yeah, it's too late. And, and Sam Kane goes off? I don't know what I'd, 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 I'd Sam have stuck, Kane. I'd have stuck. If you're going to take... Uh, uh, I wouldn't have taken a forward off in those conditions. See, I don't know. I'm, I, I didn't... I would have. And, and they're also looking at the lines where you've got two guys that will provide their back line with a lot of width in Sexton and Farrell, knowing that that's the way that they, they may play. You, but yeah. we still got cut. They still yeah, got well, you, saw, you, saw that, you saw them panicking as yeah, well. You, you saw f- them, they were flagging. So they were, what, what would you call it in generic terms? Flagging? Stepping in? No, no, where you were corner flagging. Oh, corner flagging. Drifting. 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 So, so that, yeah. Drifts. So they were, they were drifting like mad. Yeah. But they've the got, whole... there's the thing, they've got a full back line. You don't need to drift. Well, exactly. But that's, that's what I mean. But imagine having one less. Then, yeah. But they misread plays all over the place. It was panic. What it was, was the All Blacks and I said it before the first test, the All Blacks haven't been put under pressure for a long, long time by a team that can put them under pressure in different ways to what they used to. It's not super touch. It's proper test rugby in the pissing rain. Dry day, probably a different a different result. But they were properly tested because because their ball skills have been so good and their ability to move, shift the point of attack and attack blind sides. There was one time when actually was the... Pe- I think it was one of the penalties towards the end. One of Bowden Barrett's last penalties... When Laumapu makes 15 metres through Farrell and Sexton just carrying the ball. And Davis. How are D, to be mm. honest? Um, and then Aaron, uh, Aaron Smith goes back to the blind side to catch the scrum offside. There's a massive fucking overlap on the other side. There's that is a mistake the All Blacks... Ne- like, that's the just, game won and lost you just there, don't, You don't miss those opportunities. You, that's just like basic club rugby. You, pressure, you, you, you've got them going to the yeah. left. You've got them broken. You don't go back to where all the players are. Yeah. Yeah, but, but, but anyway, we, did, we didn't finish the subject of... Do you make any changes? Backline, I'm keeping the same. Yeah, I'd, interesting about the point about the props, McGrath or, or Mako. So I think Mako's good off the bench as well. Mm. I think the Lions bench, I know that they scored when, when a lot of them were. I thought Laws was brilliant when yeah, he, he came on. Yeah. I think Laws is now a much better player than Wynn Jones. 
but you wouldn't put Win Jones on the bench because of the mm-hmm. impact. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, you want to keep that one-two punch. I, I, think, I yeah, I think Henderson deserves. I don't so, care what you think about. Yeah, the you I was don't the same. Know. You don't I know, know. I was coming in. I was thinking, <laughs> what am I talking about? No one cares what I think. Henderson. I think he deserves. They're not going to change anything, are they? You don't you, think they will? You, well, you saw Graham Roundtree mentioned in the press about that Marrow's getting all the plaudits. And I didn't think Marrow played that well, to be fair. I think he did. No, I don't, You're I don't, looking I, at his no. carrying. That's yeah, why you've got an issue with his carrying. Yeah, I don't know. He, he destroyed a lot of malls, I know that much. Well, there you go. But I don't, he didn't. He didn't. He's, he's a bit of a folk hero now, and I love the way they were. Do you hear the song? Yeah. Oh, Jim Hamilton. Hamilton. No. Um, but. I don't. Our best player in the, Go on then. in the forward pack. Our best player for right. me on Saturday was close between Sean, Sean O'Brien. Yeah, God, he's good. And Sam Warburton. Warburton slowed thought, everything thought, up. Mate, I thought oh, he was. God, he's a pissed. Dirty pissed, mate. He was dirty. The ref was onto him. The ref was onto yeah, him the but whole mate, time. He played. I thought Absolutely. he made a huge difference. Yeah, he's a cracking player. Who's your best forward? I would say Brian. Yeah, I thought he's been immense. Yeah, really, I'd, really good. I'd say Marco von Apollo because Jeezy gave us some points. <laughs> anyway, so can Let's... I can I get to my point about the changes or not? Yeah, go, go on. on. None. There we go. Good, the bad, the ugly. Well, there's not much rugby this weekend, bar the Lions. But we'll theme this up again, I think, shall we? Shall we theme this up again? What does that mean? We'll make a theme throughout the good, the bad, and the ugly. Okay. The good. Do you want a theme tune or no? Just a theme. There'll be a running theme here. Yeah. We'll start off. We'll make it really quick. It's going to shit on the New Zealanders, aren't you? Two things. The good this week. First of all, USA, USA, USA qualified for the Rugby World Cup. Absolutely spanking Canada. Shout out to my boy Todd Clever. Just oh, we saw it on. Oh, Todd. Yeah, great career. Yeah. A few nights great out career, with him legend. Oh, I tell you what. Yeah. Um, let's have a few beers. Let's make sure it's over your, your side, side of, of the pond. pond. Oh, dear. <laughs> Mate, there's bitterness there. See, Jim and I have got a bit of a bromance now. We connected. We connected. He missed me. He said to me, nicest thing Jim's ever said to me. What did he say? And we met for a beer tonight. Asked him how Hamilton, uh, not Hamilton, where'd you go? Queenstown. Yeah. So Jim stayed out in New Zealand for four or five days extra. Keep away from the family, yeah. Yeah, I want to get home, see the, see the missus, see Ella Grace, get back to the real world, working, grafting, foreign Hard exchange, yanker. money corp, give me a call. Um, anyway, Jim said he missed, he, he said he kind of missed me a little bit. We, we connected. Did you say something about me? No, you're no, a weirdo. Did you miss me, Goody? No, you're a weird fish, okay, mate. Right, okay. But we connected, so basically Goody lent me his um, beard trimmer, so I was and I was shaving. You used this beard trimmer. <laughs> well, Do you know what he uses it for? Exactly. Exactly. So his undercarriage, and that oh, way we were connected. So yeah, I didn't. I missed him. There we go. Anyway, we'll go back to the good. Yeah. To USA. Yeah. Todd Clever. Well done. Donald but, Trump making no, 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 USA no. rugby great again. Yeah. Can I just go back? Yeah. Kelly Brown coaching Canada. I'm gutted for him. Oh dear. Was he coaching Canada? The, the defense. Oh my defense. I'm gutted for him. What was it? Sixty. Well, he said Canada. 50? Well, he said Canada lost their two best players. In the kind of lead up to the game. Oh mate, we've all had an excuse. Yeah, mate, we all make excuses, mate. mate we, we all make excuses. Well, during feel, the game, I mate. feel kept for Kelly then. But the good, only one thing to talk about really. British Lions. Everything about the Lions was good this week. No one gave us a chance of winning in Wellington, really, did they? Well, I made hundred and fifteen quid off them. So. Well, you make some money. So the good this week's got to go. Everyone involved in the Lions, bar Warren Gatland, because Jim's looking at me like not happy. <laughs> Did anyone see Graham Roundtree celebration? No. Punch the roof in the box. Did he? Oh, the, ce- the ceiling comes down a little bit and he's trying to wipe it off the desk. Same sort Spongefist. of celebration I did when we uh, won State no, of Origin. Karate, karate Kid. Yeah, Hold on. We again. won State of Origin. Wow. You're a Kiwi. Yeah. 
and you're supporting you wouldn't understand Keep going. Queensland anyway the goo this week goes to the Lions the bad only one thing really bar Canada's defence I've just heard about it and Kelly Bruns coaching uh, Sonny Bill game changer he's been a game changer many times in his career not the negative way though has he bang can't do that the old shoulder charge the old rugby league shoulder charge I think a bit of that's come out of the frustration of Ben Teo smashing him around the park at Eden Park the week before true but don't speak about my friend Sonny Bill like that don't no. sorry Jim yeah, sorry Jim still right. put your fishing rod away the bad Sonny Bill Williams and then the ugly you Kiwis the New Zealand press I've told you we're all talking about New Zealand we are. press we are we are the ugly English this week they're a bunch of dicks they're, oh, they, all they just, they're all just flopping the cock out messing cock off so two <laughs> things one Calling Warren Gatlin the clown and that picture. That, that guy was, was that Scottish. Was Gregor Paul, he's Scottish. He's a, he's a Kiwi. He's writing for the New Zealand Herald. He's Scottish. Legend. He's full on he's Scottish. Scottish. He's the only Scottish, Scottish guy on that fucking tour, isn't he? Because <laughs> no, I'm um, You're not. No, I'm not. I'm not. Um, so yeah, the New Zealand press they get the ugly calling Gats a clown, and then they gave. I know. I didn't think Mario played overly well, as in a nine out of ten. I thought he was a seven. The New Zealand press gave him a four out of ten. Was this the New Zealand Herald again? Yeah, clickbait. It's clickbait. You They're just trying boys to wind you. Are up. a bunch of chumps. You cannot take losing. Don't judge New Zealand by the New Zealand Herald. I judge all New Zealanders by you. Yeah, weird. you're all yeah. weird fishes. <laughs> <laughs> there we I'm go. a good so man. The, with so moral the good fiber. this week: the Lions against the All Blacks, the bad Sonny Bill, and the ugly, the New Zealand press. The theme: New Zealand. Can I um, get a prediction? Goody from you this week. Live. Live prediction. Oh, Live God. prediction. It's going out tomorrow. It's heart or head, isn't it? Tell me if you had a... Well, maybe not a gun to your head. If you... Life depended on it, you had to say. If someone said I can never have so, fish and so when, again. So when I... Yeah, so when, yeah, if you couldn't eat carbs again. So when I say now, say you're gonna, you've are gonna, got to say it straight yeah. away. Yeah. Now. Say what? Who's going to win? Okay. Now. New Zealand. Oh, that's my that's my head. My heart obviously wants the lions. Well, and why I, do you think that? We've poked the fucking just quickly. Why? Yeah, why do you think that? Well, actually, I haven't looked at the weather conditions, the weather forecast. It's, it's, it's not going to be it's not going to be favourable to the lions. If, if it's a dry thinking, day, it's no. not, it's not if bad. it's a dry, we've poked the bear. You look at the difference between what the uh, Ireland did to the All Blacks over in Chicago when everything went for the Irish. You got second rows injured, not fit. Ireland play well. Then the next week, it was a massacre. What about French referee factor? Well, yeah, I think it does play a factor. But a dry day, a dry day. New Zealand keep fifteen players on the field. They score thirty points. They do. So, what do you think the score is going to be? I'm going to go thirty-two oh, twenty-six. Really? Yeah, we so scored. Towards, be a cracking game. We, yeah, we scored towards the end. Jim Hamilton. To make it closer. Yeah. Now. New Zealand. Score. 25-12. Why? I just think if the Lions were to win, it would be the biggest sporting upset of our generation. Give me another one. Give me another upset as big as that. The Lions going to New Zealand and winning a Test Series. I I really want them to. I'm, I'm going back to 1998, 1988 actually. Okay. Coventry City as FA Cup champions yes, go down to Sutton United yeah. and lost. Oh, did not know that. That's a big upset. So we won the FA Cup the year before. Yeah. Against Tottenham. And then we go to 98, 88, sorry. Go to down to Sutton, who are Sutton United, who are a non-league team, and we lost. 
Oh, I'm desperate to see the Lions win. Yeah, just... oh, Hart wants Lions desperately. It'd be unbelievable for Northern Hemisphere rugby to pipe you Kiwis down. For Maro Toji. Yeah. To knight him. <laughs> Knighthood. I can't wait. You know, if you know, I, I don't want it to happen, but if the British and Irish Lions do happen uh, to win and Maro's doing his post-match interview and just wants, all he wants to do is thank his family and Jim, Jim Hamilton. For... Well, hopefully Jim mainly. But I tell you, let's go back to, I've given the Kiwis a bit of abuse. Best thing I saw all weekend, Kieran Reid's interview post-game. He's got that smile. He's like, yeah, I can't wait for it, hey. Yeah, it sets it up nicely for next week, hey. He's a good guy. He's a hell of a player. Always as, got that as as, on his face. As much as the, the, the New Zealand press and the public, uh, perceived public, may may get up people's noses, the most humble people that you'll find on the back of a lot of success are the All Blacks, and, and I think that's what keeps driving them. Um, we're going to wrap it up there. Before we go, I just want to give you two both a wee, a wee present oh, from okay. New Zealand. Yeah. It's uh, all Talk the way from New Zealand. It's 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 called Greenstone, or for for uh, people that are native to New Zealand, it's called Punamu. Punani. Um, Punani. <laughs> Punamu. Punani. Basically, it's a, it's a stone that's native to New Zealand that um, you can't, Eat buy it. it yourself. You can buy it, but you you, it. you're not supposed to buy it yourself. It's, it's something that is gifted to you, um, and that you can only be given rather than buying. Oh, so nice. it's like um, a necklace, eh, bro? Yeah, it's like a green shark tooth. Yeah, so there you go. It's a bit of greenstone. Oh, okay. from, I wanted to give it to you guys while we're over there, but I didn't see you guys because you're too busy hanging out in the yeah. business lounge. And you were sleeping next to cat food. So <laughs> <just> <laughs> yeah. Mate, that's very really much. Nice. Thank yeah. you very much. No worries. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much for coming on Facebook Live. Don't forget to subscribe and follow us on Twitter. 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 Hold on. You just said people came on Facebook Live. That's disgusting, number one. Number two, see us on Twitter. Who's tits you on about? We'll be back next week. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you for watching. Pod, pod, pod. Fred's going to go mad. <laughs> <laughs>